you rise just with your hands and appreciate him he is worthy oh he is worthy to be praised we thank you lord jesus we thank you lord jesus oh you are great you are awesome you are amazing you are amazing you are amazing oh you are amazing you are amazing what you say you will do oh we thank you lord for your power for your awesomeness for your greatness we thank you lord jesus oh come on somebody open your mouth and thank him however you know to thank him this morning just go ahead and thank him if you feel like singing a song right now go ahead and sing that song unto the lord oh we thank you lord jesus we thank you lord jesus we thank you lord jesus only you are worthy only you are worthy only you are worthy worthy to receive our praise worthy to receive all of the things given oh we thank you lord how great thou art how great thou art how great thou art how great thou art he said i believe you said
one more time you said I believe you said it is done oh come on let's put our hands together for the Lord one more time this morning oh glory be to God hallelujah glory be to God hallelujah all right before we take our seat I'd like you to walk up to a minimum of five people and just welcome them to church this morning just welcome somebody to church this morning smile at somebody tell somebody you're looking good hallelujah glory be to God hallelujah amen 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 and amen hallelujah glory glory be to god hallelujah hallelujah glory be to god amen all right thank you guys thank you god bless you hallelujah all right let's be seated in god's presence glory be to god and please make sure if there's an empty seat in front of you make sure you occupy that seat praise god ushers please help me uh arrange the people make sure there are no in-betweens praise the lord glory glory be to god hallelujah glory be to god let's be together praise the name of the lord hallelujah Please obey the ushers. Please obey the ushers. <laughs> Glory be to God. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Once again, I'd like to thank God for that wonderful, wonderful testimony. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, um, immediately I heard, you know, I was driving when I heard, I, I just felt this peace within my heart. I felt that peace. And um, the first thing I told Dickness when I got to the place was that don't worry, it's, it's going to be fine. Glory be to God. You know, and when I got there, I saw mommy too. That was the first thing I told her. I said, mommy, do not worry. That is going to be fine. And we thank God uh, that there's great improvement and it keeps getting better and better. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Glory be to God. All right. Um, Happy New Month to everybody. Um, we thank God. It's the first Sunday in the month of February. Uh, and as we all know, the month of February uh, is popularly called the month of love. And um, one thing we try to do uh, in Love's Domain Family Assembly, uh, every February, every year for over a decade, praise the Lord, uh, is to ensure that we talk about issues that surround relationships, uh, that surround marriage, uh, and talk about just talk about love generally. Glory be to God. Uh, every February 14, we hold an event called Love Fest in the city of Akure. Praise the Lord. Uh, but unfortunately, we're not going to be holding it this year. Praise the Lord. Uh, due to some reasons. Glory be to God. Uh, but we believe God, we trust God, uh, that those days are going to come back. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Uh, Love Fest actually grew in the city of Akure to become the biggest event 
uh, on Valentine's Day every single year. Uh, for those of us who came in to Lagos from Akure, you know uh, what I'm talking about. And I'm sure that even now in Akure, uh, some people will still be having you know, that kind of expectation that, okay, maybe a billboard will go up. <laughs> I would say Love Fest is going to be at social venue. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But those days surely are going to come back. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. All right. If you follow us online, you will know what we're going to be doing this month. And while I was um, trusting God for uh, what to do, uh, the Spirit of God laid it in my heart that I should do a book review. Um, I've not done this before, even since the book came out. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, I've done the book review. Uh, and I've done it in different WhatsApp groups. Uh, people paid, you know, to join uh, those WhatsApp groups uh, where I did, you know, the book review. Uh, the perfect match. Glory be to God. Uh, for those who are listening to us online, maybe you don't know, I wrote a book. It's my first book, praise God, uh, The Perfect Match. And we're going to be doing a review on the book this month. It's just five chapters, uh, five chapters, and um, we're going to start. Is somebody ready this morning? Oh, my God. I said, are you ready this morning? Glory be to God. All right. The first chapter of the book says, direction is first. Somebody say direction is first. Oh my God, I can't hear you. Somebody say direction is first. Say it again like you mean it. Direction is first. All right. Now, it says life is a platform to be the best we can be. To do well for ourselves, lead an exemplary life, make a difference in our world, and to make phenomenal impact in the life of others. All these great feats cannot be achieved without emotional stability. He said we need stable emotions to be able to mentally focus on our dreams and goals in life. How can we have stable emotions when our homes are troubled and when our relationship are in what? In a crisis. Glory be to God. You see, I, I love the very introduction um, that I did uh, in this book. You see, we cannot be focused when our emotions are not stable. Glory be to God. Uh, when your emotions keeps going up and down, keeps going up and down, or your emotions are perpetually down, there is no way you can be at your best. Come on, do I have somebody agree with me this morning? There is no way you can be at your best. You cannot be at your best when your emotions are not stable. Now, God is the one that gave us emotions. I mean, there are different kinds of emotions. Glory be to God. You can be happy. You can be sad. You can be anxious. You can be, you know, I mean, different kind of emotions. But you see, God wants us to be in a place where our emotions don't keep going up and down. Today you are happy, tomorrow you are not happy, and all of that. Glory be to God. He wants us to perpetually be in a state of joy. Somebody say joy. Oh my God. Somebody say joy. Somebody say joy. He wants us to perpetually be in a state of joy. 
because when you experience joy you will be able to function well you will function you will be at your best glory be to god it's very important so and you see a lot of times our relationships are, are tied to our emotions is somebody listening to me this morning our emotions are tied to our relationships especially you know when you're still dating somebody um you can still you know not every relationship will lead to marriage are you following me it's not it's not compulsory that every relationship leads to marriage but you see when you are married what it means because when you stood on the altar of god and you made a commitment and a vow to that person your commitment and vow to that person is that till death do us part. do you understand what i'm saying so in other words you're ready to go through thick and thin with this person and if that person is not giving you an emotion or giving you um how do i put it now i mean that person is not responding to you in a way that makes your emotions stable then there's a likelihood that every other areas of your life will be affected is somebody hearing what i'm saying one time uh pastor wf kumi stood on the altar and he said and he said that your marriage will likely determine where you will end up in life in fact he went further to say your marriage will either help you i mean lead you to heaven or lead you to hell he said that's how crucial and how powerful marriage is so god wants our emotions to be stable now let me read further he said we can have lovely relationships we can have blessed homes and we can have great families of our own if only we pay attention to the necessary details and acquire relevant knowledge on the subject of marriage and relationships when people don't pay attention to knowledge they naturally struggle in life due to what ignorance oh is somebody hearing me there's a popular saying you know my, my mom says when it comes to education those days while i was going through school sometimes maybe we'll be giving bills and i will know that ah, oh my, this this money is plenty i mean how would she be able to sort this and when i tell her she will tell me well we'll find a way to sort it and she will tell me that if you think that education is expensive then they will tell you try ignorance ignorance is always more expensive <laughs> glory be to god ignorance when you do not know things are always oh my god you see i i made a statement one year and i told the people that for everything that you are ignorant of you will pay for it oh are you hearing what i'm saying for everything you're ignorant of you will pay for it whatever it is you don't know about you will pay for it glory be to god when you're driving your car and your car suddenly stops working and you see open your bonnet touch everything you need to touch or you know how to touch when you start that engine and it still does not start who are, what are you going to do come and talk to me what are you going to do you will call the mechanic and when it comes will he do it for free <clears throat> you will pay what are you paying for you are paying for your ignorance you are paying for the knowledge that you do not have or are you hearing what i'm saying i mean i'm not going to mention their mom but i was shocked when i got to the hospital on friday and dickness was telling me how much <laughs> they requested for deposits i was like what 
what? Just before they started attending to him at all, the amount they requested for as deposit. Now you see, that amount that is being paid, there is only one reason that it is being paid. Do you know why? Because the people that brought him to the hospital don't know what to do. Oh, are you hearing what I'm saying? If you're walking on the street, I know this thing happens to women a lot because, I mean, women are the ones that wear uh, these, all these fanciful design slippers, you know, a lot. And, you know, it suddenly cuts. Praise God. A lot of times I'm, I'm driving and I see women holding one, one, <laughs> one of their slippers and walking, you know, barefooted, looking for a shoemaker. Praise God. When you get to that shoemaker and you give it to the shoemaker and he sews the shoe, what, what will he do? Would you, will he just say, ah, thank you, and you take the shoe and you will go? Come and talk to me. What will you do? You will pay. What are you paying for? Your ignorance. You don't know how to fix that shoe. So in any area of life where you are ignorant, what happens to you is you're going to pay more for being ignorant than being knowledgeable in that area. Oh, are you hearing what I'm saying? So knowledge is important. And when it comes to our relationships, our marital life, and all of that, we need a whole lot of knowledge. In fact, do you know what the Bible says? The Bible says, my people perish for what? For lack of knowledge. <laughs> do you know the interesting thing about that text? The interesting thing about that text is, God was the one speaking through the mouth of the prophet. Are you hearing me? Now, anytime you pick any of the prophets, you know, like Isaiah, Ezekiel, uh, Micah, and all of, all of the prophets, you see, you need to be conscious and know that most of the things that they are saying, even though they are the ones saying it, but because they are prophets, they are mouthpiece for God. Are you hearing me? So what it means that what they say out of their mouth, it is God saying it. So when Osea said, my people perish for lack of knowledge, Osea does not have people. Are you hearing me? God is the one that owns the people. So God was saying through the mouth of the prophet Osea that my own people, can you imagine God coming and saying, my people perish because they do not know. So a lack of knowledge will cause you to perish. A lot of people's marriages are not working today because they lack knowledge. Are you listening to me? A lot of people, their, their jobs, things are not working because of knowledge. When knowledge is missing, you will pay more because you are ignorant. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Now let's read further. He said, knowledge, they say, is power. This isn't just a statement, it is a fact. People struggle in areas they have no knowledge. Can you see that? I know these things are not new to us, but we need to remind ourselves that knowledge is very, very important and very crucial. Now, if you aren't a mechanic, when your car develops a technical fault, it is likely you won't be able to fix it yourself. You will have to hire a mechanic to fix it for you. The same thing applies to relationships. If you are having challenges, can this mic be worked on? Praise God. If you are having challenges in your relationship, you will need relationship experts to counsel you. Are you hearing? Now, if you, you will need... Uh, hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. Okay, are you with me? He said, you will need relationship experts to counsel you and equip you to build stronger relationship. That is where acquiring knowledge comes in. You won't need to see a relationship. Uh, can I have another microphone, please? Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Okay, I think this is better. Glory be to God. Please take this. I I'm guessing it's the battery that is causing it to give that feedback. Thank you. Hallelujah. So, you wouldn't need to see a relationship expert if you have digested enough healthy information from renowned sources on the subject matter. The same way you wouldn't need to take your car to a mechanic if you have taken practical lessons on how to fix an automobile. Glory be to God. Uh, you see, <laughs> uh, if you live in Nigeria and you, you have had to use a lot of Tokumbo cars, praise God, and uh, maybe not just Tokumbo cars, there's, you see, there's Tokumbo. Then there's something we call Niger used. <laughs> and you have used, you know, especially the Niger used. Glory be to God. And um, you have used Niger used for maybe about four or five years. Uh, you will suddenly realize that um, <laughs> even though you didn't go to study mechanical engineering in school, somehow that car turns you into a mechanic. Do I have a witness here? <laughs> Glory be to God. Because after a while, somehow you just, when your car does something, you know that <laughs> it is that it is that thing that is, you understand. So when you have a mechanic, maybe a street mechanic comes and begins to tell you nonsense you tell them hey oh god forget this thing go and buy this thing and fix it at that moment that mechanic knows that you know what you know do you get what i'm saying so when you do not know you pay now there are people who live in this fast changing world who have not read a book on building great relationships can you imagine that not one book not one not one book on building great relationships. Now the truth is there are some people who um, maybe by nature, I don't know, or by the reason of their temperament, they are able to connect more with people. Do you understand what I'm saying? There are people who get into a place and before you know it, they are connected to everybody. You know, the sanguine, praise God. Uh, I think that's what they call it, right? It just, it just bonds with everybody. I mean, it's talking to everybody like they've known for several years. But there are people who, who have neighbors. Their next door neighbors. They've never sat down to talk for more than... I mean, all together, when you put the amount of time they've talked to their neighbor together, it's not up to 30 minutes. And they've been neighbors for five years. They just don't know how to build relationships. Maybe it's as a result of their temperament or whatever, but they do not know. Now, how do you now expect such a person to be able to connect with somebody, especially when it comes to marriage, that you're going to be spending 25, 30, 40 years, if God spares both your life, you live long, you're going to spend the next 50 years of your life together with that person. How then do you connect? Except you go to learn. You don't become
become a, a medical doctor without going to medical school. Come on, talk to me now. You don't. You cannot become a medical doctor if you do not go to school. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We don't need to change it. We'll swipe later if anything goes wrong with this. Glory be to God. So, how do you expect to succeed when you are not prepared? How do you expect to win when you have not been trained? How? Glory be to God. How? You know, these days when I, when I hear about a lot of things going on, you know, uh, in the tech world, glory be to God, you know, how you can be in the comfort of your house and just pressing your laptop and people are paying you money. Glory be to God. Companies, you're working for a company in the US, you're working for a company in China, they've not even seen you before, but you work for them from the comfort of your room and you make a whole lot of money. I, I, I tell myself, you know, there was a time, you know, how many of us know that when we were growing up, we wanted to become a lot of things? At a point, man, I wanted to become a soldier. At another point, you know the popular one, I don't know about your generation, but my own generation, it was petrol petrochemical engineering <laughs> what do you want to be ah, more petrochemical engineering you ah, pet ah petro petro then after a while he moved to aeronautic engineering wanted to be pilot wanted to you understand at different point in time and i remember at the point in time i loved computer i wanted to do computer science glory be to god but you see what you don't know you don't know what you don't know you don't know and what you don't know will cause things not to work until you know that when you know, then things begins to work. Do you understand what I'm saying? Success is not accidental. Success is not a function of luck. Success is the consequence of adherence to principles. Life is governed by laws. Obey the laws and you will be successful. Then you break the laws and you will face the consequences. Is somebody hearing me? Life is, you see, the, the simplest example I can give to you about life being governed by laws is the, the, the law of gravitation. Are you hearing me? We're all here this morning. The law of gravitation is working. Is working on every one of us. Either you like it or not, either you know it or not, the law of gravitation is working. That's why you can see it and you are not floating. <laughs> Glory be to God. You know, in space, there's no gravitation. That's why when you go to space, things float. Praise God. You know, when you want to drink water, you can tear a satchel of water and instead of just putting, the water will be coming out in bubbles. Praise God. And you can open your mouth and be taking each bubble. <laughs> glory be to god climb a story building and jump off you're coming down you won't go up in fact the truth is in, re in real life there's no there's no iron man there's no superman i believe you know that uh -huh. there's no all those things are there's no there's no iron man there's no superman in real life when you jump off a, a high rise building you are you are coming down because there's a law that governs the earth. So when you obey that law, you will become successful. When you break the laws, then you must be ready to face the consequences. Now, great relationships are built by wisdom. Somebody say wisdom. Oh my God, yes. Somebody say wisdom. Can somebody open to Proverbs chapter 24 verse 3? Oh, I love this text. Proverbs 24 verse 3. Let's, let's go there very quickly. 
Oh, time is just running. Let me see. You should be able to. Ah, gam, 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 gam. Okay. Are you there? Let me read it us quickly. Proverbs 24 verse 3. It says, by wisdom a house is built and through understanding it is what? It is established. True wisdom. A house is built. But by understanding that house is what? Is established. Now what is Solomon saying in this book of Proverbs? You see, wisdom can build you a house. But you see, what will establish that house is understanding. Any house where there is no understanding is on the verge of breakup. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Wisdom can build you a house. Wisdom can build you a house. But you see, that house is not going to stand if understanding is missing. Understanding is very critical. Look at what Solomon said in another side of Proverbs. He said, wisdom is the principal thing. He said, with all thy getting, he said, get understanding. Did you see that? Wisdom is principal. That means wisdom is very important. He said, but with everything that you've got within you, make sure that you don't stay with wisdom alone. Make sure understanding is a part of your life. Any relationship where there's no understanding is just about a breakup. There must be understanding. And you see, understanding for me, I, I'm not going to be looking at the dictionary meaning of understanding. You see, understanding for me is putting myself in your shoes and reacting to you, do you understand, like I am you. Oh, somebody needs to write that down understanding is putting myself in your shoes and reacting to you like i am you did you get that that's understanding for me because when i put myself in your shoes i will know what i will you see there are things i can't do to myself there are things you can't do to you that's why you see in marriage when i look at men especially praise god you know, even though we've seen videos trend online, we've heard of some marriages where it is the woman that beats the man. <laughs> it's the woman that is the macho. In, do you understand? But usually, in most marriages, it is usually the man that beats the woman. Are, are you following me? Now, I tell people that, if, you see, if there's understanding in that marriage, if that man has understanding, then you will know that there are, because there are things you will not do to you. Ted, look at me. If you do a business deal today, God forbid it's not going to happen to you. But if you do a business deal today, Ted, running to trillions of dollars, trillions of dollars, and that business deal goes bad. Mm -hmm. Now, would you wake up the following morning, stand in front of a mirror, and begin to slap yourself? Will you do that? You won't do that. You won't slap yourself. You won't stand in front of the mirror and say, Ted, you are, yeah, you are very, you are, do you understand? And begin to beat yourself. Now, if you do that, praise God, because you see, while I was saying this just now, what's the name of this movie just came to mind suddenly? Um, this movie by Shola Shobo Ali. <laughs> I don't know why I jumped into my mind. What's the name of that movie again? King of Boys. You remember where she would stand in front of the mirror and begin to beat herself. You see, that's, that person was already going psychosis. 
a normal man, a normal man, a normal man runs away from pain. You will not inflict pain on yourself. You see, the moment you begin to inflict pain on yourself, then psychosis, mental, whatever, is already taking place. Every man loves themselves. Every man takes care of the body. And if you understand the scripture, the Bible says your wife is a part of you. Your wife is your body. Are you listening to me? So if she's your body, why then would you raise your hand to beat her up? Do you get what I'm saying? But all of these things are understanding. When you do not have understanding, you treat your wife like a property. You feel like uh, your wife is an inheritance. You feel like your wife is somebody I've paid, I've paid for her. She's my property. I can tell her what to do at any time. And if she doesn't do it, she deserves a slap. Or oh, are you hearing what I'm saying to you this morning? So wisdom can build a house, but understanding is what will establish the home. Now, the book goes further. Just in case you're just joining us in the service, physically or you're just joining us online, we welcome you again. Uh, this is the month of love. And what we're doing this month is doing a review of my book, titled the perfect match so just in case you're wondering what's pastor reading i'm reading my book praise the lord and we're in chapter one and the title of chapter one is direction is first are you following now it says to identify the right person to marry to build healthy relationships to raise godly children to have peace in your marriage you have to invest in wisdom the cost price of wisdom is knowledge. It is knowledge that produces wisdom. Are you listening to me? Without knowledge, there cannot be wisdom. It is the knowledge that you have that will make people call you wise. Are you hearing me? When you are in a boardroom in your company and they are trying to find a solution to a particular problem and nobody can respond to it and because of the knowledge you have, you are able to say, hey, everybody in the boardroom, this is what I feel we should do and they do it and it works. What do people call you for men's for? They say that guy is wise. So knowledge is what makes you wise. Whenever we apply relevant knowledge correctly, we exude wisdom. <laughs> I love that part. Whenever we apply the relevant knowledge correctly. So, you see, you can even have knowledge and apply it wrongly. Are you, are you hearing what I'm saying? And you see, a lot of times we do that because of selfishness. And you see, the month of love... We need to understand what love is all about. Love is not about you. Love is about the other person. Come on, talk to me now. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He loves the world. He didn't say because he loved himself. If God loves himself, he will have killed everybody. <laughs> but because he loves us, he gave. So love is never about you. Love is about the other person. Love is about your wife. Love is about your husband. You're still dating. Love is about your, your, your partner in that relationship. It's not about you. When you love, you are seeking the good of the other person. You're not seeking your good. Because love is not self-seeking. 
we can all go and read first corinthians chapter 13 and you see all the characteristics of love there love is patient love is not love is not selfish love is not self-seeking are you hearing what i'm saying and i believe as i'm speaking to us this morning especially for those of us who are not yet married you can begin to look at the relationship you're in and begin to judge where exactly you are in that relationship is somebody hearing what i'm saying now he says if you want to see absolute transformation in any area of your life one very important thing you need to do is to get books cds dvds from the best coaches in the field and drink from their well of knowledge and experience now only smart people learn from other people's experiences only smart people learn from other people's experiences when you hear of somebody's experience you're supposed to learn from that experience. But some people choose not to learn until they now learn from their own experience. And you see, most times it's always costly to learn from your own experience. It's less expensive to learn from other people's experience. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, he said, books help you to know a whole lot from people who have gone ahead of you and this makes it easy to learn from their mistakes and reproduce their successes by following their secrets now there's a quotation here the purpose of life is a life of purpose that's a quote by robert bryan the mystery of human existence lies not in just staying alive but in finding something to live for now theodore dotoyevsky <laughs> that's a it's a russian name praise god hallelujah so i'm not have pronounced it correctly now presently in the united states of america one out of every two marriages lead to divorce one out of every two marriages are ending up in divorce you get to meet men who are in their seventh marriage you meet women who are in their 13th marriage are you listening to me and interestingly you see that's the culture that a lot of us want to emulate we want to be like them glory be to god now this alarming fact has become a normal trend and when the divorced couples go further into new marriages statistics have it that the likelihood of their new marriages leading to divorce is higher than the initial 50 percent rate should i read that to you again hello come on talk to me should i read that to you again he said this alarming fact has become a normal trend and when the divorced couples go further into new marriages statistics have it that the likelihood of their marriages leading to divorce is higher than the initial 50 percent rate what this is saying is that when you're married and you say oh because of this reason this man is to this this woman is to that and you leave that marriage and you feel like when i find another person and i marry that other person that i'm going to be happier than i was in my first marriage what statistics is saying is that there's a higher chance that you will divorce in that second marriage than you did divorce in the first marriage did you get it come on did you get it that means you likely opt out of your second marriage more than you did the first 
and most times the reason is because every time you see just a little sign of what you experience in your first marriage it triggers something in you that wants to that wants to make you run are you listening to me so running out of your marriage is not <laughs> and saying oh I, I now found somebody that is this so let me leave this person is not is not really the solution do you get what i'm saying understanding is the solution are you hearing me now he says one of the causes of divorce in most marriages is irreconcilable differences this is term the term used to split homes when couples find out that they just can't live together again not because their partner committed adultery or anything else but just because they have grown apart growing apart is what happens to a relationship when it is not built on purpose oh i need to take time with this particular point now he's saying to us that one of the things that breaks us homes these days apart from adultery are you listening to me? i believe you know that it's not all marriages that end that adultery is the cause do you understand what i'm saying in fact adultery causing divorce for marriages the number is lower than for other reasons are you hearing what i'm saying and the term for it that most people use is zero i just can't cope with her i just can't live with her again are you hearing what i'm saying i just can't cope with her i just can't live with her why can't you live with her and you see it could be reasons as simple as she's dirty oh my dirty i was listening to radio last month and um <laughs> there was this guy who called in and said in fact they were already separated as at the time he was calling and what was his reason he said since they got married he said their house is always you know he's a neat guy <laughs> praise god how many of you have met those those guys neat guys they have they know where they keep their shoes they know where they keep their boxers they know where you know where their toothbrush is you know apart from knowing where their toothbrush is they know the position you know where how the two do you understand there are you know there are guys like that then a lady comes into their life and the following day of their wedding is beginning to look for his socks <laughs> do you understand and he's like okay let me let me hold myself let me let me hold it it's just the first day <laughs> it will get better <laughs> it will get better you know but the more he was thinking it would get better the situation began to get worse that was what happened to this guy and this guy started complaining i can't have my I, how can i even tell my friends to follow me to the house when i don't know how my living room is going to be look like so he started complaining and he said people told him that why don't you teach her how to do it maybe she doesn't know so this guy said from that moment he started cleaning the house in fact there was a term he used he said i will clean the house before i go to the office as if i'm the house boy you know just to show the wife that this is how i want my house to be then this guy said he will go to the to work 
And by the time he's back, the whole house is upside down. So he will now become more, he now became more angry. Because, I mean, when I didn't clean the house, it's understandable. But now I've taken my time to clean the house. At least just try, even if you can't clean it more, maintain it. As he leave it out, I, do you understand? He said, but he will come back and everything is upside down. And as, like I said, as at the time he was calling, they were already separated. The wife had packed her load and moved out of, the, out of his house. Irreconcilable differences. Is somebody hearing me? And you see, this book now said, let, let me read that place again. Um, to Ross. He said, this is the time used to split homes when couples find out that they just can't live together again not because their partner committed adultery or anything but just because they have grown apart he said growing apart is what happens in a relationship when it is not built on purpose now i'm going somewhere with this if any relationship will last and be fruitful and successful it must be a relationship with the goal an agenda and what a mandate in other words if you are going to get married or if you are married your marriage must have a purpose tied to it your marriage must have an agenda are you hearing what i'm saying because these days is very interesting these are days we get married based on feelings oh oh there's butterfly butterfly in my belly anytime i see her see that butterfly that is flying in your belly will turn to scorpion very soon no grasshopper is good scorpion is worse do you understand what i'm talking about marriage this relationship should not be forged on the agenda or on, on the platform of feelings purpose must be attached to it goals must be attached to it there must be a monday he said but how can a relationship be purposeful when the participants evolve do not have an understanding of their direction in life hello you are in ss3 you have a boyfriend you have a girlfriend you don't even know what you want to do with life yet at that stage as if you don't know. Now I know somebody will say, ah, there are people started dating from secondary school and they got married. How many? Even our university dating, how many of them got married? Come on, talk to me. How many of them? University or university. You know, after university, you start working. Aha. Uh -huh. And you see, because you started working, you can't. How many of universities, oh, we dated in the universe. How many of those relationships ended up in marriage? Come on, talk to me now. How many? How many? Because when a man does not know where he's going in life, it's difficult to carry somebody else on that journey. Are you hearing me? Dickie Mike, come. It's difficult. Are you, are you hearing me? I must know where I am going. He must know where he's going. Praise God. Maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't be using you. Praise God. Uh, he's a man so that they don't think we are gays in this church. Go and sit down. Praise God. Can, <laughs> can, I, can I have... Let me have Mrs. Patricia. I've been using you for too much illustrations. Who else? Murewa, please come. Let me use Murewa. Let's put our hands together for us. She's coming. Come on, let's clap, 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 let's clap. 
Until she gets it, don't stop clapping. Oh. Uh -huh. this, this is better. It is Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. <laughs> Hallelujah. So how do we get along if I don't know where I'm going and she does not know where she's going? How? And that's why the first chapter in this book, when it comes to this journey, is that direction is first. The first thing you need to look out for is not the woman, is not the man. The first thing is to look out for yourself. Where am I going in life? Because you see, once your path is defined, that will help you to stream down the criteria or the characteristics of the person that can go along with you on that journey. Oh, do you understand what I'm saying? Because if I don't know where I am going, what will happen at the end of the day is either, let us assume that she knows where she's going. Do you know where you're going? Where are you going? Now, I'm not talking of, I'm talking of no physical soul. Which, which direction in this all are you going? You're going to the back. That's where you're going, right? But you see me, I, I, know, I, don't, know, I don't know where they go. But you see, I want to marry her. In fact, I must marry you. Do you understand? Oh, yeah. Now we are married. And we want to move. Go now. You see, what will happen is, is either I follow her because I don't know where I'm going or because I don't know where I'm going. Because a lot of times when you don't know where you are going, do you realize that it's either you stay on one spot or you move anyhow. You see, staying on one spot is still even better. Moving anyhow is worse. Do you get what I'm saying? When you wake up in the morning and you know that ah, today I need to get to Jualegba. Are you listening to me? And Victor suddenly calls me and says, ah, Pastor Hafana, ah, please, ah, ah, I need us to get to Victoria Island. What will I say to Victor? No, I have an appointment. I'm going to where? Ojuelegba. But because I don't have direction, no direction, no nothing. Once Victor calls me, I beg, maybe we'll go up here and I'll pass talk, you know, eh, where I go block you now, then I go with Victor. Maybe even before I get to Victor, Ted calls me. I say, Pastor, where are you doing now? Pastor, see, eh? I won't go beach. I want me to go flex. Then I look at Victor, where I won't go meet. He just wants me to sit down with him in the office and he'll be doing computer. He'll be gisting with, I beg, make I go beach. What will happen? I'll change direction again. I'll just call Victor. Victor, I'll see you tomorrow. Do you understand? Because I do not know where I'm going. Now, let's play that scenario out. Do you know where you're going? Uh -huh. But this time around, I don't know where I'm going and I'm not going to be stagnant. Anybody that calls me, I just go there. So, go in your direction. So, what happens at the end of the day? The one who has direction, eventually becomes directionless. Are you listening to me? But assuming I know where I'm going and she knows where she's going before the journey even starts. Now watch what will happen. I know where I'm going. I'm going this way. Where are you going? To the back. So, go. No, go, 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 go. No, no, just go. Just go. Just go now. Go, go, go now. So, what happens? We begin to, is that how we are stuck? If we have the same level of energy, we struggle. But the one who has the greatest 
energy will drive the other one in the direction of where they are going are you hearing me or at the end of the day if our energy is on the same level keep going if our energy is on the same level what happens is that i let her go and that's when we begin to talk about divorce hearing me so the first thing to consider is direction and that's something we do not consider what we consider is the butterfly in our bellies that thing that makes you your body goes giz giz when you see her or when you see him that's the thing we consider we don't think of direction are you listening to me direction is first so the first thing we need to discuss is oga madam do you know where you are going and she also needs to ask me oga where exactly are you going and the reason for that discussion is to find out are you going my way come and talk to me you know how many of you have experienced maybe you're the one who picked somebody or somebody picked you on the highway or something what's the first thing are you going my way I walk up into your car if I'm going to VI and you are going to Ikorodu. Uh-uh. Ikorodu, VI. It doesn't, you understand, but does they, they go your way. And that is what should happen at the foundation part of our relationship. Where are you going? Where am I going? You see, but much more important is not where are you going. Much more important is where are you yourself? Where are you going? Your path needs to be defined. Before you even begin to think about relationship. And that's why a lot of the relationships we entered into did not work. Come on, do I, do I have truthful people in church? How many of you dated when you were in secondary school? Let me see your hands up. Raise your hands up. Be truthful, though. The Holy Ghost is here. Even your pastor is raising his hand, though. I dated, though. Raise your hand if you dated in secondary school. Ah, Ted, what happened to you? Are you serious or you are joking? In secondary school. Okay, maybe, you know, we are some shy guys. But you like some girls, right? Uh-huh, but you did not know how to say it. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't? Uh... <laughs> Praise God. Can you now see why those relationships ended up not working? Even the ones we did in the university, when we felt like at least our mom matured, can you see the reason why they did not work? You didn't consider direction. You guys were going in different directions. So along the line of your dating, you suddenly realize that almost more later they go, now more color this babe they go. It's better we just go our different paths. Please help me put your hands together for Moriwa. This morning, glory be to God. Hallelujah. I have just five minutes to do this. I was thinking we're going to do one chapter. But man. <laughs> But I hope you got that. Come on, did that, did that bless you? Did that bless you? He said, but how can a relationship... Okay, it is impossible for two people to board the same bus if they are not headed in the same direction. If by accident they board the same vehicle, one will have to alight from the bus the moment he or she realizes that the vehicle isn't going in his or direction. Did you see that? 
This is one of the simple reasons for divorce. There's a saying that opposites attract. But that doesn't always apply to the subject of purpose in marriage. Two people cannot build a life intention. Did you hear what I before any meaningful relationship can be built. Now, what is purpose? Purpose is having a deep understanding of why you exist. It is a grasping, uh, it is grasping a detailed knowledge of the core reasons why you came into this world. When you have a thorough understanding of your purpose and your life's vision, it becomes very easy to identify who fits into that kind of future you want to create. It's, it becomes very easy. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, you won't have to struggle. If I'm going to Molete and she's going to Molete, we don't have to fight. We don't have to struggle. Like, so blessed. Because maybe you've never even asked. The only thing that is making you be in that relationship is, you know, for we guys, uh, what do they call this thing? Is because she's hourglass. You know what they call hourglass? How many of us know what they call hourglass? And uh, that one you turn, you know, that thing is coming there. You just, you just see that, 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 that curve. Bah! That's the reason why you are there. So when you are with your guy, say, hey, Omo, if you see my babe, if she enter here, all heads will turn. And they say, hey, hey, hey. then the babe lands. And guys open their mouth. They can't close it. That's the reason why you are there. You want all your guys, their heads to be turning when she arrives. Purpose is not attached. There's no agenda for it. And you see, it's interesting because, you see, that's our glass of a shape. By the time she's 92, and both of you are still alive, you will realize that that, <laughs> that our glass will have strung to straight glass. Do you get what I'm talking about? Yes, One of my friends said their grandmother, before she passed on, when they were much younger, maybe, maybe it was like four or five years old or something, that when they take them to go meet their grandma, that they always run away from their grandma. And I said, ah, why are you running from your grandma? He said, because their grandma had no teeth. So when they come, you know, she's excited to see her grandchildren. So she smiles. So when she smiles, is the, the gums... Only the gums that you see. So the guy is like, what? No teeth? He runs away. So he said one day they were moving through the house and they saw a very old picture. Beautiful woman. Wow. And he said they went to the mom. Mommy, who is this? She's so beautiful. And he said, that's your grandma. Gra gra what? The same one that has no teeth right now? So most of us that use the physical attribute to decide to be in relationship, somewhere along the line, it's going to fail. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's definitely going to fail. Can I have Mark on the keyboard? I can't finish this. <laughs> you see, it's loaded. Oh, purpose. Very important. Not every person can travel your way in life. Not everybody. Not everybody. Not everybody. 
Not everybody. With what I've had to go through in my life, not every woman can go through it with me. Now I'm talking to you about my marriage. With everything that I've been through in this life, not every woman can go through it with me. Not every. Most of them will have left. Most of them will have said enough is enough. <laughs> I don't try. And you see, when people are there for you, only for the sweet times, then that relationship is not worth it. A lot of marriages end today. Huh? The moment the guy loses his job. Do you hear what I'm saying? The moment he loses his job. You see that source of income is the reason why she got married to you. Ah, Omo, my guy earns five million naira a month. So the moment that source of five million is gone, she's gone with it. She may stay with you for a while thinking, oh, maybe we'll get another. Maybe we'll get another. Maybe we'll get another. But the longer you don't get, she's ready to leave. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Don't decide on your relationship based on anything than purpose. And you see, the honors lies on you to first know what your purpose is, where you are going in life. Either as a man or a woman. A woman is meant to come into the life of a man, according to scripture, as an help meet for that man. So, if I'm a woman and you're asking me out, I think my question to you should be, what am I coming to help you with? Have you found out what you're meant to do with your life? Which direction are you going? Because you, as a woman, you know what you're meant to do with your life so if anybody if i'm going to be joined with anybody it must be the person that is going in my direction that all my resources as a woman all my i mean everything will be to assist him in the direction in which god has called him to go but when this is not in place we're only joking have you been blessed this morning I can't hear you. Have you been blessed this morning? Are you sure you've been blessed this morning? Oh my God, you can put your hands together for the Lord if you've been blessed this morning. Glory be to God. Why don't you rise up to your feet and just say a word for yourself. If you're still single, commit yourself into the hands of Almighty God. If you're married already, commit your marriage into the hands of Almighty God. This is what we're doing all through the month. Mm, commit yourself into his hands commit yourself into the hands of almighty God oh why don't you pray for yourself say Lord show me who I am show me what I am meant to do with my life why am I here on planet earth show me Lord show me Lord come and pray for yourself show me and if you're already married why don't you pray and say lord 
just in case your marriage is without purpose you just you just got married because um, i don't read 29 you i better make i go husband house make i go man house i need to leave my parents house and you're there struggling why don't you pray and say lord in this marriage let your will be done let purpose find us let purpose find us let purpose find us oh let purpose find us if you're married that should be your prayer point if you're married you're listening to us online open your mouth and say lord in this marriage let purpose find us we're here already we are here already in this marriage lord let purpose find us thank you lord jesus oh thank you lord jesus just wave your hands to him wave your hands to him wave your hands to him give him glory give him glory give him glory thank you lord jesus oh can we sing that song is playing you said i believe you said 